Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks, as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement, for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. So glad you're here today. Wondering what you're up to today as you listen to the podcast always. If you're out and about listening, if you're in your car or on a walk, or just sitting around doing work, whatever you're doing, glad to be joining you today. Today, we're going to talk about the many layers of frustration. Doesn't that sound like fun, (laughs) but also hopefully super relatable as we all experience frustration in our lives. So is there something we can do to work through frustration? Absolutely. Yes. I'm cheering for you as you do it and I'm cheering for myself as I'm doing it. So let's talk about it. Hope you are ready to hear something amazing today. Uh, I had thought about what a great idea it would have been to name the podcast Come Hungry, (laughs) Ah, but I knew I would not only be wanting to talk about diet-related topics, but I hope you do always come hungry to the podcast uh, that you're going to hear something amazing. I think that's why I get so much out of podcasts myself, because the ones that I love listening to, I always know as soon as the person starts talking, I'm going to hear something amazing, and then guess what happens? I do. (laughs) something I have to write down and something that gives me another idea for another podcast. So please come hungry to the podcast, ready to learn something new. And I'm here to bring it to you by just sort of humbling myself and telling you about my own journey. So here we go. I was speaking to someone and we were trying to get to the root. uh, And it's a possible potential client, but was not a client, but we were just having a chat about how to like how they could get to the root of what was going on like what were they really feeling when they were thinking about uh their health and their weight at the moment and just life in general and I was like can you just slow down with me and let's think about like what do you feel like is really going on underneath all of it when you sit down for a minute and it took a while to get down to the bottom 
and then the one feeling that this person felt like they were was really having the most was frustration. So does that not sound not surprising to you as you hear it? I, of course, immediately when I heard it, my heart was like so tender for them. I had so much compassion because, of course, frustration is something we have all experienced. And if I tell you a story about someone I'm speaking to that's struggling with their weight or whatever they're struggling with, and I tell you that they're experiencing frustration, I'm sure it also evokes much compassion from you for them like it did for me. My heart was just so tenderized for them. We can all relate to the feelings of frustration. So I was like, let's work on that. Let's talk about it. And of course, I was dying to send them on a trip down word hippo lane. So I know you've heard me keep beating this drum, but if you take the word frustration over to wordhippo.com, I just love to take these things down to like the million of options to really, really, really dive into really what frustration means to somebody. So if you have ever experienced frustration or are currently experiencing frustration, I could do a whole podcast on all the words that come up that are layers of frustration that you can explore super powerful stuff in there. So please go for that too. But let me stay focused today on what we sort of talked about and some plans to help when frustration comes up. Now, when I was looking at the various synonyms for frustration, not surprisingly, one of them that came up was resentment. And that reminded me of something I just wanted to plug in here and share really quickly uh, about resentment. Have you all read some books from and heard from the fabulous Brene Brown? Because so impactful my own journey. She has a million books. I highly recommend you read all of them. Leadership book, uh, all kinds of books. Uh, love every one of them. I'm all in for Brene Brown, but I had seen her do a reel on Instagram that went by and she was saying that she had spoken to some other, I don't know, psychologist or somebody she was in some sort of situation with. And she'd said, I always wanted to ask you if about resentment and if the underlying, you know, emotion going on with resentment, like it's anger, right? Like we all, I think, think that if we're having resentment, we're having anger under there. And the person had said to her, no, actually what's underneath resentment is envy. And she was talking about how that like really blew her mind. And then it also blew my mind too. I was like, wow, I really never thought of it that way. And what I thought was the best part of it that she didn't mention, but it made me think is like how envy, like just thinking of it in a different way as envy instead of anger, just that little wiggle of your brain just puts this whole other spin on it. But it also opens up enough space for you to, instead of going straight from, you know, I'm having resentment to obviously underneath that is anger And then you just like shut down after that to where now you have a new paradigm to think about it. I love everything about this concept. I thought, gosh, when I think about areas of my life where I'm experiencing resentment, what if I'm looking at them from, is there some envy underneath here? Is there something that I really think I'm envying about someone or a situation? 
And it just gave me so much pause to think of that. And it was so freeing for me. Not that we're like really excited to be having envy because that too is not like a fun emotion, but also the layer beneath the envy is like, am I really having envy? Or is it like false envy? Like, do I really want to switch places with a person or situation that I'm feeling envy about? Because 99 times out of 100, I mean, you feel like maybe you envy somebody in a situation, but when you look at a long-term result, fascinatingly, it really is like a false envy because you don't really want what the other person really has in the bottom of that little rabbit trail. So that was just like a side <clears throat> rant on resentment to not just shut yourself down thinking, well, I'm just having anger and this is horrible, but am I having any envy? And is there a place there that I can explore envy more? And then really I might find at the bottom of that that it may sound fun, but the long-term result uh, might not be as beneficial as I would think. So side note on that, um, there is a link there between the frustration and the resentment, but back to frustration. Underneath frustration is like the one point I really want to get across the most today is expectations that are unmet. So ponder that with me for a while. When you're experiencing frustration, could there be an expectation that you're having about a situation that's not being met? Like, do you really feel like things are supposed to be going a certain way that they are not? And then what can we do to like untangle our expectations and sit with them and figure them out? Like, what do we really need and what expect expectations really should be underneath the frustration? I feel like that is the place where we can really find some freedom with frustrations is exploring what the expectation we're having about how things should be is going versus like how they're really going and really trying to dive into how to have some reality around what our expectations are, like some realistic expectations instead of expectations that are just going to keep stumbling us and putting us in a loop that causes us to have frustration. So underneath feelings of frustration, is thoughts about frustration. So if we can move more into a place of, like I said, examining the expectations, I feel like this is gonna be a deep place of freedom for you, but it's gonna take a little bit of a dive into what your expectations actually are. And if they're also possibly tangled up with some resentment and false envy as a side you know, plate over there. So I know that's kind of a lot to try to untangle and it may take a minute. And this is what I love to do is unscramble all this with you. But in the interest of trying to not make this episode today be like an hour long, which I would love to, so many layers, so many millions of examples I could think of. I just want to ask you to sit with that this week. And then we're gonna talk about it a little more. But I want us to get under the hood with the frustrations and the resentment to look for what our expectations are and some possibly false envy. So ultimately, when you realize that you're experiencing frustration and or resentment, the reason this is so destructive is because we're pointing it and directing it towards ourselves, 
which, as you can probably imagine, as I say it, and as I say it about another person, it's just not going to help you. It's not beneficial to you to be stuck in frustration and resentment. So once you can realize, okay, I'm acknowledging that I'm having frustration and resentment. This doesn't make me a bad human. It just makes me a human. I need to be aware of it, but I need to realize, okay, this is not helping me and it's not going to kind of produce a fruit that I really want in my life. So how can I get underneath that and try to redirect and unscramble that so I'm just not stuck in a loop with frustration and or resentment? But ultimately, frustration and resentment with yourself for having frustration and resentment you know, can really just uh, set you back and keep you stuck. And so I just want to ask us all to like push forward to not let ourselves stay stuck in those two sort of emotions, because like I said, they're just not helping us. They're not helping us get to where we want to go. They're discouraging. It's great to be aware of them, but they're not helping us out. So we all, myself included, for sure, on the regular experience frustrations and resentments. But now I realize this doesn't just make me a bad human, but like I said, it just makes me a human who is experiencing an emotion. And I love to address them now and sort of befriend them so that I can work through them. Just like I would with you. If you, if your closest friend comes to you and tells you they're super frustrated, you know, you don't get mad at them and just shut down and tell them they're a horrible, horrible human. I mean, hopefully you want to help them work through it so that they can move forward and not be stuck there. So I just want to invite us to all make sure that we are doing that with ourselves. Me, myself, and I raising my own hand literally here as I speak to you on the podcast that I am every day working towards doing this for my own self and with others too that help me unscramble all my frustrations. So one example that came to my mind about this was uh, the person had a situation where they're frustrated because they have like a really complicated, intense work situation where from one week to the next, they just don't even really know what's going to be happening in their life. And so how frustrating would it be, of course, if suddenly, you know, you're really trying to work on your health and you got yourself all dialed in and you love your foods that you're cooking and you're making, you got things prepped and everything is going great. And then all of a sudden out of nowhere, you have to, for an entire week, you know, get on a plane or get in your car and go drive somewhere else to do your job for a week. And then you feel like your whole apple cart is like turned upside down. Of course, that would be frustrating. A hundred percent. Anybody hears that story, they would all think that was frustrating. But what if we took some time to get ahead of that and decide in advance what we were going to think, do and feel when we were frustrated? Because today, maybe you don't have to go for a week and get on a plane and do something crazy. So today you wouldn't be in an emotionally charged situation to try to sit down with me or someone and help figure out, okay, if I get that call that I have to get on a plane for a week, like, what am I going to do? How can I like make this a win situation for me? And as always with nearly everyone else around me, the first thing we want to consider is like, would we be getting maybe enough rest to even deal with 
the frustration of being of getting a call like that. But I just want to invite you that when you're feeling frustrated, I love the like, what are like the top 10 things in our life that are frustrating us? Because can we sit down in advance with like, what is the action plan for that? I'm clearly going to be frustrated in life. It's going to happen. But how can I sort of get ahead of that? So immediately when something frustrating, you know, that's that happens that we halfway expect, like comes up, we already sort of have a plan for that. And or it builds, you know, a neuropathway in our brain to be ready for an unexpected frustrating situation. And then we're building that in our brain to immediately have like a thought of instead of, oh, this is just frustrating and you just want to hide under the blankets of like, oh, that last time I had this frustrating situation, I had, this is what I did. And maybe if it's even just one thing that you can do that changes the situation, it just lightens your load that much more that then you're able to maybe like work your way up a ladder to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But it takes that first shift and awareness of I'm going to be frustrated. It's totally normal. It doesn't make me a bad person. And like, what can I do to get ahead of frustration a little and have a good plan for myself? What would I tell someone else to do in a frustrating situation? I would love to take a poll of everyone who ever listens to this. Tell me what you would do if you got a call that you had to get on a plane for a week and you were frustrated by that. Like, what could you do to help make it a more positive experience for yourself? Because I'm sure we could all come up with like a great brainstorming set of ideas on that. And so, you know, send me those. Would love to. I'll share it with the person that I was speaking to about this. But sitting down and getting a plan in advance of frustration is just going to make your life so much easier because frustration is going to come. Please don't be surprised that it does come because it's coming. (laughs) So let's kind of get ahead of it. So expecting for every week to go perfectly, yeah, that's probably not going to happen. Um, I love it too. I'm the epitome of like super positive and optimistic. Everything's going to be amazing. And I can still be completely shocked when something comes into my life and sends it sort of sideways because I had such a great optimistic you know, thought and set of thoughts about what was going to happen. But then I have to just realize like, this is normal. This is life. Life is going to life. Life gets lifey. And so I just have to pause and just, you know, jump into like, okay, what are some things I did last time? Something frustrated happened. What can I do to improve this situation and just make some space for a plan when the surprises come up? Because they certainly will. Ah, so expectations. Let's talk a little bit about that. What worked before for us? Like, that's another way. Like, what worked before? What are my expectations of what worked before? From a food perspective now, we're talking about still. So what worked before to lose weight should work now? What if that's our expectation? But then what if it's not working now? So that's an example of how to sort of sit with like, what are my expectations? And I submit to you, I just really want to pause again and just keep reiterating this, that if you have that thought of like what worked before, 
to help me lose weight and improve my health should be working now, but it's not, then I want to submit to you that maybe it didn't actually work. Because if it did work, you would have kept that weight off and you would have been in, you know, the stellar health condition. And instead, you might find yourself like right back, you know, on the hamster wheel of, no, I'm sure it worked. I just have to get back on that old plan. I'm like expecting the thing to work that I was doing, you know, when I was in my 20s. But then now that I'm in my 40s or beyond and it's not working, we just might have to shift our expectations a little and just unscramble that and work with a coach if you need to, to like, let's get some realistic expectations around that. And then I also want to submit to you that uh, we look to the expectations of what are, I don't know, 60 for myself, like my 60 year old and my 80 year old self, like would have, like if I'm looking from the future me, like what expectations does that me have, that version of myself, and then maybe work on reverse engineering from there. I love the concept of reverse engineering. And can we look to the older version of ourselves and what we want to have in our life and look at those expectations and like how can we pull ourselves towards that? So maybe it's something small like I want to be walking instead of doing some high level CrossFit when I'm 60 or 80. And then maybe you want to do CrossFit like you go, you do it. But what do we want to be doing when we're in our 60s or 80s? Do you want to just be, I'm hoping, like living according to like a hunger scale, like I'm eating when I'm hungry and I'm stopping when I've had enough and that I'm not really so seriously into all the pressure and stress of eating and all that, that like maybe I really have finally dialed all this in and the number on the scale and all of this is not like the central part of our universe. So I want to have us work towards expectations that are helping us not only now, today, with our current situation in life, but in the future. And then another expectation that I want to ask you to sit with is if you have an expectation that it should be really easy to lose weight. Like, I need to lose weight and get my health in order, and this should be easier than it is, because that kind of expectation is going to be trouble, because, you know, there are parts of it that are easy, but there are parts of it that are going to take like some work for you to really sit down and think about these things. It's like I was thinking of the example when you go to start a brand new job, you know, you don't know anything. You don't even know where to walk in the door to get to the place that you need to go. So there are some things that require a bit of a brain shift. But if you stick with it, you know, in time, like you got it. So now I can think of all the jobs I've ever had, you know, in the past, like I got it. But the first day was like a bit of a mental shift. Like I had to really learn a lot of things and be open and be uh, like open to the wisdom of people sharing things with me. And it definitely wasn't easy, but it a thousand percent was worth it. And most importantly, it was possible. You know, it was, of course, I'm going to figure this out in this job because I'm here to work, I'm here for it, I'm ready to do it, and so I'm, let's do it. So all of this to say, we have some action steps this week, once again, as always. And so my action step for you this week is how about we write down our top 10 current frustrations that we're having with our life 
And bonus points if you want to write down your top 10 resentments. Maybe you don't even have that many. That would be amazing. <laughs> but a lot of us might have quite a list. So even if you just want to work on your top three of either or both, that would be amazing. And can you sit with that? And like, what is my plan for this frustration today when I'm maybe not experiencing it in full force and can really sit with it? Or if you're in the throes of like a deep frustration right now, like I, my heart goes out to you, I'm with you, but are there some expectations underneath that? Can you just explore, find the expectation underneath and see if that expectation is really realistic? Or if you're going for the resentments, um, see if the envy that might be underneath that is a, like true envy, like you really want to switch places with a person or situation, or if it's even a false envy, and can you even have that fall away with, when you realize that that's not even a true envy, it's just all sort of false under there, once you look under the hood. So can you find a realistic, doable expectation for yourself? that will maybe help this frustration start to fade away because that would be the goal is to have these frustrations sort of fall off of us so that we can be more energized to do the things that we want to do. So let's dismantle the frustration and the envy layer by layer because they're not helping us. <laughs> and if you need help with this, guess who's your girl? Just reach out. Any question, big or small, I'm here to help you. Would love to coach you on a formal level with depth. But also, if you just have a question and you just feel like you're stuck with any of this, I am here for it. Ultimately, when it's all said and done, I just want to help anyone that needs help in this area. Anything I can do to help free you up, look me up. I'm here for you. You can find me on Instagram. You know. And you can find me on my website. So I am thinking of you. I am cheering for you. If you're having layers of frustration to work through or layers of resentment, let's do it. Let's free ourselves up. I'm here for you. Hope you have a great week. And I will talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. Would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at sofarsogoodcoaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good.